Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we present best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about how to become more resilient and grateful. It's the, it was the first skill from the Air Force Resiliency Lessons. Every other week, we'll be reviewing a book we just read. This week will be our 15th book review. But first, we want to give you a shout out. There's a lot that you could be doing right now. You could be checking social media, listening to the radio, or watching Netflix. But instead, you are taking time to become better for those around you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. We're really excited to share this week's book because it gives us powerful principles that will help with the current stressful situation we're all dealing with. The book is Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy SEALs Lead and Win by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And just as a quick overview, and then we'll get into our top takeaways, this book is about simple but not easy principles that Jocko and Leif learned while serving as Navy SEAL commanders. The book is organized into three parts, winning the war within, the laws of combat, and sustaining victory. It's a great leadership book that's super applicable, especially now as we struggle to adapt to a new normal with the pandemic. The three top takeaways that we had reading this was the power of extreme ownership, simplicity, and discipline. The first of the three principles that we wanted to share from this book is extreme ownership. And it's the perfect building block to what we've been talking about because we've been talking repeatedly about focusing on what we can control, how important this is in the current situation. And extreme ownership is so powerful because it expands our perspective to show us how much we can actually control. And it does this by giving us the mindset that no matter what happens, I am responsible. As I've talked about before, at times I think this may go a bit too far, but it is extremely empowering and applicable. Jocko says, so Jocko was a Navy SEAL commander. He was extremely successful. He's done really well in business after his time in service. And he was a great leader in combat. And he says that in his experience, extreme ownership is the number one characteristic of any high performance winning team. And I think you can expand that to any relationship and any family, that this can help us in our personal and professional lives. When Jocko is introducing this idea, he tells a story about when he was leading a mission, he was the commander, so he set up his people, he told his men where they were gonna go, And tragically, he lost one of his men. They were killed. And he says about this mission, he says, there was only one person to blame for everything that had gone wrong in the operation, me. 
I had to take complete ownership of what went wrong. That is what a leader does, even if it means getting fired. If anyone was to be blamed and fired for what happened, let it be me. But what's interesting about extreme ownership is that it really helps us, it doesn't hurt us. He says, the full ownership I took of this situation actually increased the trust my commanding officer had in me. So we wanna follow people who are willing to take responsibility, who are willing to take charge, and who are willing to be humble enough to say, hey, I messed up, I made a mistake, and it won't happen again. And this mindset, it's similar, I think, at least to the obstacle is the way that we've talked about. That's the mentality that any obstacle can actually be an opportunity. And I find myself thinking about that almost daily. When something goes wrong, I always think back, how can this be for the good? And it's the same with extreme ownership. In any situation in our life, we have two options. We can do nothing and complain, or we can try to make the best of the situation. So, and it doesn't have to be something as serious as combat. Just a, a small example that's super trivial that happened yesterday was Sarah and I were going to get groceries. So we put in an online order at a local grocery store that we really like. And so I, I wrote out everything that we wanted and then we sent it in. And when we picked it up, we realized that they had misinterpreted something that we put down, something that I put down. And my first reaction was to be frustrated and mad at the local store that they hadn't set up their system well enough. But as I thought about this book and this podcast, I realized that really the only person I could blame was myself. I wasn't as specific as I should have been. And if I would have done everything that I could have, we wouldn't have had that problem. So I know that's a super small situation and that's a super small first world problem, but it's just one example of how this mindset can help us daily. And it, that's why it's so empowering is it helps us to say, what can I do about this situation instead of just being frustrated or complaining? Jocko says, exceptional leaders took absolute ownership, extreme ownership, not just of those things for which they were responsible, but for everything that impacted their mission. They cast no blame, they made no excuses, they developed solutions and solved problems. And this is so helpful because as he says, once people stop making excuses and stop blaming others, once they start taking ownership, they are compelled to take action to solve their problems. But I do think it's important to recognize that extreme ownership is just the first step. I think we all may know people who we've interacted with, maybe at work, who are always saying, oh, it's my fault, I messed up. But if that pattern keeps happening, then people are gonna become frustrated and they're gonna become upset. Jocko talks about how they analyzed what happened and then they would implement the lessons learned. But we can't ever get to those steps if we're not taking responsibility, if we're not taking extreme ownership. And so just two quotes to close this out from Jocko, this section. He says, take personal responsibility for the failures. You will come out the other side stronger than ever before. And finally, just thinking about how applicable this is in our personal and professional lives, Jocko says, if someone isn't doing what you want or need them to do, look in the mirror. 
The second principle we wanted to share is simplicity. It comes from part two of the book, which is titled The Laws of Combat. In that chapter, Jocko says, one of the most important principles we adhere to in combat is simplicity. Simplifying as much as possible is crucial to success. Everything must be simple, clear, and concise. This is the only way that people know what they should focus on. I love this principle and I think it's really helpful right now when there's a lot of things that we could be doing and it's easy to feel like we're not doing enough. We might feel like we have extra time or we're not doing enough with our kids. But I've been thinking a lot about how success is simple but it's not easy. How we complicate things when we try to take on too much, when we expect too much from ourselves or from others. and. I was thinking about how a great life really comes down to the simple things, our relationships, our health, and our service. And so I love this principle that instead of trying to do too much or trying to maximize every second of our life, if we can just focus on the simple things, then we can be effective and we can build a great life. The third and final principle that we wanted to share is discipline. It comes from part three of the book, Sustaining Victory. And I think the power of this book is the powerful principles combined with stories from their time serving as Navy SEALs. For example, they talk about during the Navy SEAL Hell Week, which is known as the most difficult training in all the military. And it was really interesting when they said that it's not a physical test, but a mental one. They said that sometimes the best athletes in the class weren't the ones to make it through. They said that success resulted from determination and will, but also from innovation and communication with the team. They realized that they could push themselves mentally and physically much further than most ever thought possible that they could push through the pain, misery, and exhaustion. There's a great chapter and an idea and a saying, which is discipline equals freedom. And I love that thought because again, it reframes hard times, it reframes when we struggle, and it shows us why discipline is so important. Jocko says, the best seals I worked with were invariably the most disciplined. Discipline is paramount to ultimate success and victory. And what's interesting is I think sometimes people think, oh, well, if I'm disciplined, I'll be too rigid. I won't be able to take advantage of opportunities. I won't be as creative. And Jocko says that this discipline actually made us more flexible, more adaptable, and more efficient. It allowed us to be creative and then to close out that part he said discipline is the pathway to freedom and I love that idea because I think for the most part we know what we need to do but we all just struggle to actually do it and so we wanted to just quickly talk about how we can be more disciplined and first I really love something Gretchen Rubin an author said she says don't try to fix yourself fix your environment So if we're trying to eat better, we shouldn't buy, I'll just speak from my personal experience, Sarah fortunately doesn't 
allow me to buy Cheez-Its because I'll eat the whole box. So I know it's a dumb example, but we want to set ourselves up for success. We don't want to constantly tempt ourselves. We don't want to make it hard to do the right thing. I also think it's crucial to get an accountability buddy. Find someone who's pursuing a similar goal and try to lean on each other for strength. I know that, again, Sarah's been huge on this with me where if one of us isn't feeling great, if I'm feeling weak or tired, she can say, no, come on, let's go work out. This is important to us. And the last suggestion is to take small steps, then celebrate the progress. One of the famous quotes from this book and something that Jocko talks about a lot is when he says, discipline starts every day when the first alarm clock goes off in that decisive moment. If you have the discipline to get out of bed, you win. You passed the test. It translates to more significant decisions. So it doesn't necessarily have to just be with our, our alarm clock. We can try to take small daily steps so that we can become more disciplined. So as Jocko says, we can have that pathway to freedom. In closing, we hope this book review and these principles about extreme ownership, simplicity, and discipline help you build a great life today. Thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week. And thank you for listening. We know you're really busy and it means a lot that you're here. We'll see you next week.